Hey everybody, welcome to My Town Hustle. Today's episode is going to be about main streets. Stay tuned. Welcome to My Town Hustle, where we take an in-depth look at the people, policies, and processes that make small towns work. Focusing on trends in urbanism and creative economies, My Town Hustle explores the ideas that make our community special. So sit back and enjoy the show. All right, welcome everybody. My name is Jared Perry, and today we're going to be chatting about Main Streets. I am joined with the Yoda of all things government, Brett Alfin. Since Jared made fun of me last episode, in the immortal words of my sports idol, Jalen Rose, what up, doe? <laughs> what up, doe? Perfect. <laughs> about that, buddy. I like it. Uh, we also have Sam Tuton of Sixmo City Services. What's going on? And we also have a very special guest, first time, first time guest. About that, Aww. Christy first, Thomas yeah. of Marietta Main Street. Welcome. Thank right. you. So Everybody's much. favorite New York Mets fan, Long Island's <laughs> own <laughs> Christy T. Yes. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. So uh, typically the format is, you know, Sam will kind of give us the rundown on Main Street. And I think maybe we'll start out with that. And then, yeah. Christy, you're the resident expert here. So if you could chime in and, you know, wherever we screw up, yeah. correct us. Um, and, and, you know, we're going to be picking your brain the whole episode. So Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sam, you <laughs> I guess for those listening, I was a... Uh, uh, director of this Marietta Main Street that Christy is. Christy was there before me. Mm-hmm. Um, so like a leapfrog. Leapfrog. I, yeah, I had a, <laughs> a little brief time in there. Yeah, she leapfrogged me. Um, wow. But uh, yeah, <laughs> Brett pro- had to endure me for a few months. Yeah. <laughs> wow. We, that was good though. Yeah. <laughs> we all know each other here. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, but I'm glad that she's on here. And I think Brett, um, you're a board member. Correct. Yes. Yes. So, yes. So we all have a, a no pressure, a strong tie to <laughs> Main Street Parker. No pressure. Don't mess your job. Depends Don't on mess up. No. <laughs> Please. If there's anyone in this room that knows board governance better than me. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Please put, no on head- Please put on a headset. Please put on a headset. But anyway, Main Street programs are part of Main Street America, which is a subsidy or program of the National Main Street Center. Um, it was established as a program from the National Trust for Historical Preservation in the 80s as a way to address the issues facing older and historical downtowns during that time. Mm-hmm. So another trend here that we always have in the show is kind of topics we talk about post-urban uh, you know, sprawl, right? So declining cities, how do we revitalize that? How do we bring them back to fruition? Um, they obviously revitalize those old commercial districts to build vibrant neighborhoods. So uh, it's a grassroots effort for sure. Um, there's several in the state of Ohio. There's, they're, they're administered differently based on each state. Mm-hmm. Some they're actual state departments or they're ran by like a nonprofit group such as Heritage Ohio that administers uh, main streets in Ohio. So, um, there's points, there's approach and we'll get into that, but they all function the same, um, and have their own similarities in, in, in a lot of degree. Yeah, the Main Street movement in the U.S. is kind of a reclamation of 
in some ways how we were founded as a country. So if you think of some of your favorite downtowns or a lot of folks travel to Europe, you know, you go to the baker and get your bread, you right. go to the florist and you get your flowers and you go to the butcher and get your meat. Um, so you had mentioned urban stroll. So when people started to move away from that commercial center um, where you could support independent small businesses that focused on one or two products, that's kind of where the Main Street movement came to play because we recognized, oh man, we really failed ourselves yeah. when we stopped prioritizing our local investments in a dedicated proximity like a commercial district. And so it's been about 30 or 40 years now as a national movement. Yeah. Um, but of course, we know that downtown revitalization has been central to just the narrative of our country, I think, since its founding. Mm -hmm. So I agree. How, how old is, is Marietta Main Street? Um, so we received our first national accreditation in 2013. So we're only seven years old. Okay. Um, but we've been an entity through 2006, um, and we've taken a variety of shapes since then. So in our community here in Marietta, we actually started as um, a variety of groups. One, the Marietta Area Merchants Association, which is a group of downtown business owners that came together and recognized they could share advertising and promote events and wanted to share resources to promote the downtown, which is great. Um, and then we had the Friends of Front Street, uh, which focused on our beautiful flowers that hang every mm -hmm. summer. Mm -hmm. um, and we had a similar entity in Harmer that focused on Harmer businesses. Um, so we've been around since 2006, and before our national accreditation, we were Restore Marietta. So we got a lot of phone calls about folks thinking we were Habitat for Humanity. <laughs> yeah. mm -hmm. Still do. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> I did, all the time. I think yeah, I learned exactly. that number. It's true, all the time, yeah. which is fine. Um, but they meant it like Restore, like bring stores back again yeah. <laughs> to yep. downtown Marietta. Um, and it's a whole process to receive your national accreditation, as you know. So yeah. um, we could touch on that if you wanted well, to, I think but 2013 is the date. I yeah. think what Christy's yeah. saying is important, but I think a lot of communities have not benefited from the vibrant energy and support that Marietta has had for decades. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of places, you know, we travel through Appalachia and those communities just are devoid of that type of energy. So we've been really fortunate to have folks like Christy and others that came before that have really helped foster this effort along before there was Main Street, before there were a lot of things. And so we're fortunate to reap the benefit of that now, even still. Mm -hmm. yeah. A lot of communities, as we say a lot, would love to have what we have yeah. in many ways. I agree. Yeah. I agree. In some ways, I think we are, we take it for granted. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> uh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> I'm Ab speaking kindly. Absolutely. Um, but yeah. I definitely, I, in my time, I definitely saw that through people here, but also as I went to other places or, you know, really got to meet other people in Main Streets, like, you know, and a lot of that was the, what Christy had done prior to me, like, oh, you know, you guys do this awesome. Like you, <laughs> you know, you, well, I wish, I wish we could do that. How do we do that? How do we, sure. you know, and it's just like anything else, and especially with planning, it's, there's a lot of re reinvention, mm -hmm. but there's still a lot of innovation that goes into it. But as a community of organizations, it's really, really supportive that way of, yeah. you know, again, each community has their own ups and downs, their own struggles, their own ways they would do anything, but to understand a new project or a new initiative yeah. or a new pr new event, you know, really goes a long way to have all these listening ears, I think, in, in terms of uh, this actual program. 
Well, there's almost 850 uh, Main Street organizations across the U.S., and for as large of a number that is, it really is a tight-knit group. Yeah. I mean, you had mentioned fielding phone calls often. I mean, it happens all the time. I think one of my yeah. favorite phone calls that we've received was from Downtown Billings in Montana, which mm. is an urban Main Street. Yeah. Um, and they were people always call Mary to Main Street saying, oh, can we speak to the person who does this? Can we speak to the person who does that? <laughs> yeah. And I was, so I, downtown Billings called and I said, yeah. ma'am, how many staff members would, would you think are on staff here at Mary to Main Street? She's yeah. like, oh, at least six or seven. Yeah. I'm like, okay, how many staff do you have at downtown Billings? They're like 13. I said, ma'am, we have one. Yeah. <laughs> like, so thank you so much. So yeah. I can transfer you to any department. <laughs> so yeah. Let me know your question. It's all me. Yeah. <laughs> but oh, it's me, true. I mean, we place on a quick hold. Yeah. 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 <laughs> hold, please. Yeah, exactly. But it's, that speaks to the dynamic aspect of just, all main streets across the board yes and what they do what they offer what yes. they strategize to do and really what goes into it which I, is just so much work it's a, it's i will forever be grateful for my time and understanding how that program works because it is jam-packed full of stuff and yeah. it's it's not True. an easy job well, let's so let's let's dive into that a little bit sure. maybe yeah. christy if you can give us so i, I want to make sure that i say when we were talking about you know this stuff earlier, yeah. to me, of, of all the local economic development apparatuses that we, we have, the Main Street program by far is the most visible. I think mm -hmm. that sure. people can touch, feel, and see yeah. um, on a daily basis uh, for things that you appreciate in your, in your own community. So definitely, definitely kudos uh, on a job well done there. But maybe kind of jump into, you know, what, what do you think you personally, having been in the Main Street program and running it, what do you think it does best? Not just here in Marietta, mm -hmm. but also, you know, in that tight knit community that, that you were talking about. Yeah. I mean, it sounds kind of cheesy, but truly for me personally, it brings people together. And I think yeah. that's the purpose of the Main Street movement is it's not a bottom down kind of community development or, you know, placemaking, you know, all these buzzwords. Mm -hmm. um, but it, I mean, we have seven committees in Marietta of volunteers that help us do the work that we need to do. And that is just part of the structure of Main Streets across the U.S. is it's tied to community engagement and mm -hmm. community buy-in. And so we need folks who care to come around our table. Um, so for me, that's the best part is the amount of folks that come together to kind of show their civic pride and say, hey, I love this place and we know it has challenges, but we're willing to, you know, push up our sleeves and put the work in um, to fix it up, make it better, make it stronger. Yeah. Um, so for me, that that's what it means to me. Um, but it, it performs in many different ways. Yeah. I think it's important. Yeah. I think Christy plays a great role of <laughs> harnessing the energy that's around all of these things that we love. So think about your community. You know, people love events yeah. or people love these special things that go on, but the energy and, and uh, activity that it takes to make those happen is like, well, somebody else does that. Mm -hmm. that. That's somebody else's job. So having somebody like Christy whose sole job it is to focus on those things every day is a great asset to harness that stuff. And if you don't have that, obviously your efforts kind of get splintered or they just kind of wither to a lower level. So it's like, it's incredibly important. And I think that to Jared's point becomes very visible in all the things that are going on. And, and that is the great thing is there is somebody whose job it is to kind of do that all the time. So, well, it's true. And, and what you're 
describing isn't not isn't like a flashy Instagram photo. You know, you can't like yeah. look at this person like twisting <laughs> <laughs> yeah. everyone's arms to work together and collaborate. But um, I mean, I take it as like a personal task to be in the know of what's going on in the community because there are so many just like off shoots of folks who are coming together even in smaller groups of like five folks sure. who mm-hmm. notice like oh we could come together pull resources and make a difference here and then i try to put my hand up be like yes you can and if you bring that just a little bit this way <laughs> we yeah. can connect you with so many more resources and this group over here who has the same kind of you know p- passion and and goal yeah. uh for our town um so a lot of my work is you know i don't want to say stalking but you know i just try and keep tabs on yeah. what's going on you know listening to your podcast what, yeah. what are folks talking about so that i can make connections um as best as i'm able because at the end of the day that's we're going to have a turn higher return mm-hmm. when we're working together well, the, yeah. the first yeah. person to reach out to me when we bought this building to renovate it was <laughs> you Aww. at main street I didn't know that. The city, <laughs> the city showed up for the ribbon cutting. Yeah. Uh, that was very nice of them. Yeah. <laughs> but like, there was nobody else, you know, that that put, you know, put a light on uh-huh. it, you know. So people would have just been driving downtown. Going, oh, somebody bought that. You know, that registered yeah. on the stocking continuum. <laughs> yeah. Now you know where Christie is no, on the stocking. Well, continuum. I receive the building reports, and anytime I see something coming through, I'm just like, put my hand out and yeah. try and welcome folks. I mean, it's. Yeah. It's important. I, I hope that it meant something to you. But I, did. I know a lot of business yeah. owners because, you know, they just rent a space downtown. They don't know yeah. the district. They don't know the lay of the land, how to do half the things they need to to be permitted. It's very neighborly, yeah. right? Like, yeah. I mean, every if I walk outside and I see Bobby, you know, yeah. our next door neighbor, like, I'm going to say hi. We're going to chit chat, uh, you know, same way with uh, McKenna's, you know, that's renovating the space next door. It's it's like having a house, but it's a business. Well, mm-hmm. and for me, it's yeah. it's sad commentary that the fact that somebody else was interested or invested in your success was the the exception and not the norm. That's that's mm-hmm. sad to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And so, I'm glad that we have the are on the right side of. I'm that also spirit. a very non-social person, so you're not going <laughs> to catch me on Facebook and stuff like that. Folks but are also human. I mean, there's sure. a human element to it all. But I know in some Main Street communities that you know. I've received calls or emails being like, how do you get your downtown businesses to talk to each other and like come into community with each other? And it's like, our problem here is getting them to like stop talking so much to each other. I mean, (laughs) you know, it's a good problem to have that they're so communal um, and so neighborly to each other. Um, They're all up in each other's business, (laughs) (laughs) Um, which is a good thing. I mean, there's pros and cons to that, but it really is. I mean, I'm a firm believer that especially in this town, if you have an idea or you want to do a startup, that there's a lot of success to be had. And I think part of it is because people are just used to extending that local love or a lot of information sharing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, So kind of going into the the vein of, you know, you being the only person at, at main street, um, you know, I, I view that as a a struggle that you've done well. Mm-hmm. What are some other struggles that, you know, smaller Main Street programs face and have to deal with and have to overcome? Yeah, I don't think it's necessarily unique to Main Street communities. I think it's just the plight of the nonprofit world where, like, capacity and funding are at the top of the lists of needs. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, having, you know, capable leaders or folks either on staff or volunteering alongside you. Um, here in Marietta, we actually have a pretty young board of directors, um, but a lot of nonprofits don't have that same composition. Sure. Um, a lot of retirees sit on boards, and so that's a challenge for us is yeah. we have a lot of passionate, dedicated folks, but they work full-time and they have families, which is awesome, yeah. um, but it's not like they're doling out 10 to 12 hours a week, you know, wh- whereas other Main Streets might. Um, 
And then funding. For a lot of Main Streets, and Sam, you had mentioned, some uh, state Main Street coordinating programs are through the state departments, yeah. um, which is true. And in Ohio, it's a nonprofit, and so they fundraise just like we all do. Yeah. Um, but some of Main Streets are line items in the local municipal budgets, for yeah. example, or they receive funding from their county budgets to do what they do, especially if they're a county seat. Um, there's pros and cons to that, so I'm not here to like project my opinion per se. Um, yeah. But that has been a stumbling block here in Marietta because we're the only Main Street in Ohio that does not have that as our uh, a funding strategy that we can enjoy. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of become a feather in our cap that we hustle for every penny we earn. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, we are purely community funded, um, which is a blessing and it, we've grown over the years where hopefully in the next year or two we can hire a second person, sure. which is a dream come true. Yeah. Um, but I would say capacity and funding and, you know, uh, I think in one of your previous um, podcasts about comprehensive planning, you cited some of the tensions or like hardships that could be faced when you're trying to get folks around the table mm -hmm. um, and say, hey, everybody, let's everybody. look in this one yeah. direction. Let's get everybody in the table. Let's look in this one direction together mm -hmm. and let's talk about that specific thing. Um, that is also hard to bring folks together in that way um, and try to facilitate some kind of process that is not just a continue, continued ideas sharing, but actually or action oriented. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> like we want your ideas, but we also need to make movement on this. Um, I think you see that a lot in Main Street worlds. Um, and so I think Main you see a lot of it in bootstrap yeah. too, yeah. because you, there's a difference between stewardship and skin in the game mm -hmm. yes. and one of the things that i've picked up you know just over my career of working is that when people are stewarding money it's much easier to go at a slower pace yeah. it's much easier to take your time mm -hmm. you know and get everybody around the table you know sort of thing and let's how can we herd these cats into this general direction yeah. versus if you got skin in the game and sometimes it's financial sometimes it's time dependent right mm -hmm. it's it's harder to not get disenfranchised if, yeah, oh, you're not going to do that thing? Yeah, I'm out. Yeah. It's like, I'm, I'm just going to completely mm -hmm. disengage and I'm done. Or this is taking way, way too long. I love it. God bless you. You know, mm -hmm. best of luck. I just don't have the time to commit. Yeah. So those are, I've noticed, like, two distinct things in my own life when it comes to stewardship versus skin in the game. So I got to imagine you see that from all angles. Yes. Yeah. Well, uh, it's hard for me because I am a, like, I want to just run and get things done. That's my innate, like, I just need to hustle to get through it because I'm very productivity oriented. Mm -hmm. um, and so I've had to train myself to be more process oriented and to value that. And I'm at that place. But even I get frustrated by some of the things yeah. <laughs> that happen. So I'm like, come on already. Um, some of it is a yeah. capacity issue. Some of it is people falling off, um, which is fine. Um, but... Yeah, so I think <laughs> it's yeah. running a Main Street program is <laughs> like running a marathon, maybe. Yes. Uh, or you're you're going to run fast, you're going to run slow. You have to adapt very quickly. And then to, to just highlight on as you grow as a Main Street program, especially something one like Marietta, where you're so community oriented. You know, you're not only are you you're focused on to make downtown businesses happy. You know they have to be happy with the product that you're you're mm -hmm. getting, but you also have a lot of pressure of the out of that your actual community. You know whether or not you quit doing a certain program or certain event and 
Someone loved it. You're going to hear about it. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody's got the opinion and it's easy to say it. Like as Brett has mentioned, it's you're, that's part of the negative connotation of it. And that's and okay. I know uh, in Parks and Rec, Leslie Nope, who is uh, my spirit animal in some ways, you know, I think it was like the first episode. She was like, you know, when people yell at me, I just choose to think that they're caring very loudly at me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and True. so, Next. I mean, that's you, you have to develop a, a thick skin when you're working so publicly. Yeah. And so when folks bring frustrations or anger to you, just trying to hear what's underneath about like, well, I didn't do, you know, I didn't make money during this event. I hear, well, I really need, want to make money. Like mm. I really want to grow my business. I really want to thrive. Yeah. And so that's a place that I can work with you on. So like, I understand your concern. Let's, let's move forward from there. Yeah. Um, and that takes, <laughs> that takes experience and training to not automatically be like, what? But truly, I mean, the, the main street approach, which, you know, you had mentioned earlier, nationally, it's relying upon four key, um, pieces, which are organization, promotion, design, and economic vitality. Mm-hmm. And so all Main Street organizations are structured around these four committees. Mm-hmm. Like I said, here in Marietta, we have seven. Um, but whenever somebody has a concern or you know, expressing like, I really want to see this done, mm-hmm. my primary focus is to bring them into the fold. Mm-hmm. So great, I'd love to see you come to this meeting. My table only gets longer. Bring your idea to this group of volunteers who are the decision makers in this circumstance. And more times than not, they're like, oh, you know what? I don't really care too much about that. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, what, you want me to do something about that? I'm sorry, I cannot do that. Yeah. Um, but in those rare times, you get a, a great volunteer who a lot of folks have ideas or gripe in the community, and I think social media lends itself to that, but they're not willing to walk the walk, per se, or sure. don't know how. True. Um, so that's one of my like pride pieces for Main Street is, got an idea, let's go, let's do this. Let's bring it to this table. We'll find a way to connect you to resources. We'll, mm-hmm. I'll write a grant for I'll do things to support you. I just want to uplift your idea and help you make this community stronger. And that's what Main Streets just across the U.S. do mm-hmm. based on the Main Street approach. Um, and it really takes, the Main Street approach kind of takes the best of what other more traditional economic development engines have done and brings them all together and focuses on a particular zone. So like this, an entire city is not going to be a main street. Um, It needs to be confined to a district. Um, But it takes like the better parts of the, like a chamber of commerce or a port authority or the CVB or a regional council and, you know, property owners and business owners and brings them all together and with a dedicated focus on a particular district. Um, You know, obviously, yeah. Yeah. So I think maybe that's a good segue into maybe what you're, (laughs) you're currently working on. Um, you know, right now, because I want to highlight what, what main street does and the benefit, because I want to definitely get, you know, to the end of why, why people should be energetic, whether it's passively or actively, you know, in their contribution of, of time, effort and energy, but kind of walk us through your, your, what you guys are working on right now and what, (laughs) you know, I guess what other main streets out there, if people don't know what their main street does, or you're just hearing about, you've, you've been to a first Friday or something like that out there. Like here's what they're actually doing. Like those are events, like you are into the policy, you're into all these things. Kind of walk through that. 
So there's a lot of things. I think I know what you're getting at specifically, but <laughs> at any given moment, there's a million things that we're doing. <laughs> yeah, uh, true. <laughs> Only a million. <laughs> Only a million. This is very low. Um, it's an easy day. Um, so right now we're working to bring a Dora um, into Marietta, which is a designated outdoor refreshment area. I think mm-hmm. that's episode one, or, right? Yeah. Sounds familiar. Two. Sounds familiar. Yeah. Two, yeah. one or two. Yeah. Um, so we're working on that in partnership with the city to activate a Dora downtown. We are working with the CVB and the Port Authority to put forward a bed tax proposal that would increase funding to Main Street, the Port Authority, and the CVB, um, which it's coming to our organizations, but really the question is, can you increase the amount of money you invest locally? <laughs> can you mm. put it in the hands of the people who are working day in and day out sure. with the knowledge and the tools to do this work yeah. um, is what we're doing. We have a really active public art committee right now. We just installed two murals. Uh, we'll be stal- installing another one this fall. We have a pop-up mural day with mm. a variety of artists that we're just going to do like six murals in one day coming up here soon. Um, and then we have some more work coming down the pike on that front. Yeah. We just mulched all the downtown garden beds, hung up all the flowers, changed out the flags every month, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> getting ready for events. It's kind of a nightmare right now. We are trying to, I mean, by in the next three weeks, we need to confirm our holiday calendar. You know, can't really jam 4,000 people downtown for a Christmas parade right now, can we? No. Uh, <laughs> so trying to... It's frowned upon. It's, COVID. it's frowned upon. Uh, <laughs> masks are not... We're a scarf, folks. No. Yeah. Yeah. But... but, I, but I think so. that variety of stuff, too, shows yeah. the importance of them, um, but also how that four-point approach mm-hmm. it, it works. I mean, I always told people in terms of promotion and design, really as a main street getting up. I mean, you wanted that visual image in your city to say, here's who they are. Here's what they do. Here's all the pretty and nice and fun stuff to do. Mm-hmm. Although all that stuff does buy back into your the economic vitality oh, yeah. of, mm-hmm. of the approach. I was always advocate, and I think Mary Main Streets, you know, has built such a strong foundation based on the other approaches that now she gets to work on policy gets mm-hmm. to work on door yeah. gets to work on things in partnership with all the city and all these other organizations that are going to impact the community mm-hmm. long term um and yeah. that will will not be forever changing and interchangeable like an event can be you know that's because you're going to mm-hmm. want some flexibility in that in terms of you know offering something new and exciting and that's that's a creative mind all the time every day you're thinking about it but actually implementing real change yep. uh throughout your district that benefits really, I think back to a lot of the, the property owners, business owners, Oh, for sure. you know, or those types of things that, I mean, there's very little you'll get me to do if I don't see a return on it. Right. Yeah. And so like, while my kind like, of girl, yeah, <laughs> my time is precious. Well, when you have so little of it to spare, when you're doing a million things, you yeah. can only, um, but you know, so for some folks, you know, we just installed two murals, just example mm-hmm. on the surface. It's like, Oh, that's cool. There's some murals yeah. here. Neat. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, a, as soon as we saw it on, <laughs> I don't know, Elena must have like snapshotted yeah. a, a thing on her phone. Um, yeah, we got the kids in the stroller and we we walked down, right. you know, and it was, they're like, it. oh, look, that's a boat. Oh, okay, where is that at? Oh, okay, that's the river, you know, yeah. and they're three, right? So they don't really know, but they know right after this, yeah. we're going to the bike path. Yeah. They know that yeah. and we're going to walk by that's the river. That's yeah. the river. That's what it used to look like. I mean, exactly. it's just, no, it's true. I mean, it drives people down into the district. I know t- 
people come here from out of town all the time to see our murals. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that we're just going to keep adding to them, um, it, there's dollars in that. I mean, even yeah, the flowers, you know, everyone posts them on social media, like, oh, the petunias are so pretty this year. And I said, yes, for me, I know that in districts <laughs> with flowers, you know, compared to those without them, there's like a 30% uptick in revenue for the businesses in that district. So mm-hmm. yes, they're pretty, they're a pain in the neck to get up every year, but I'm mm. super thankful to our local businesses <laughs> to, for helping me now get them up on those lit posts. But there's also a financial return, yeah. um, which ultimately, you know, it comes initially to the business owners, but then it comes back into the city. True. And so our successes, you know, I extrapolate into like the stronger we are, the stronger our community is because you're going to get the most return on your investment when you invest here locally in downtown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're going to have a, an episode uh, coming up soon on, on wayfinding. And, you know, to your point, talking about, you know, just in general, if places look nice, people are more likely to spend more time and spend, you know, spend more money. Yeah. You know, kind of talk about that initiative that, that Main Street drove here locally and how, hey, that's been going on a long time. Yes, but you guys, are, you guys are getting <laughs> real close. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Um, yeah, so wayfinding, generally, we want folks to be able to get where they need to go and understand that our downtown is walkable. Um, so wayfinding for us is primar- primarily pedestrian oriented. Um, it lets folks know where the public parking lots are. So in our particular downtown, there's like three or four public lots, but only one really gets utilized. Sure. And so yeah. I think that's because of a lack of wayfinding and a lack of visual signage mm. that is an aside from your generic street parking. Yeah. Um, something that's branded, connects to the aesthetic of the community. Um, and the return on the investment is there because, you know, invested places get invested in cared for communities, you know, beget more care. Um, so Mm. when folks see that, Mm. wow, they're taking care of their downtown, this community must really like care about itself. This is a place I want to be. I'm going to care for it too. So I'll wait to put my trash in the trash bin when I get there. You know, I'm not going to do crime downtown, you know, (laughs) do all the crime Crime. that I was going to do. What's on the docket for today? What time are we criming, fellas? (laughs) It's true. I mean, but downtowns, I mean, there's lower crime rates. There's. I was going to rob that building, but. This town's Man, beautiful. Looks so good with <laughs> the flowers they there. I just painted it. I just could not yeah. dare do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's interesting. <laughs> Main Street kind of brings out some of those. Inti- what you're describing are like inti- what many people would think are intangible things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That really do mean something, even if it's just to the spirit. I mean, just think about what Christy was saying. Having those flower baskets can be related to a 30% uptake in sales. Like if you told anybody outside of our circle that, they'd be like, that is insane. Mm -hmm. There's no Mm -hmm. possible way. But think about the places you've been. You know when a place looks nice. You know when a place looks like it's cared for. And you you get an attachment to that in yourself when you're there. So, I mean, it's... Uh, I, I accept everything you're saying is true because I've seen it and then I've seen other communities that don't have it because we've all been in the community when you get into that downtown, you're like, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Keep driving. Well, I mean, you know, when you get off the interstate in a new town, you can immediately tell like, oh, um, you know, we've got work to do here <laughs> yeah. off of the I-77, you yeah. know, to come into downtown. True. Um, but in a lot yeah. of communities, that's a, a huge investment point as a primary entryway to your community because you could, Right off the bat, you make an impression mm. on whether or not that community is cared for. And Brett, I know a lot of your work on the social return on investment yeah. fits in perfectly with mm. what you're talking about. Yeah, it, and it's there's a value that we can assign to that, and there's a there's a whole process you can go through. But I mean, to you know, Jared, I should share this with you, Jared. We we've done this analysis for our region about like what does our agency and specifically bring in value to communities through the programming and stuff, and it's an it's an astounding number. Um, but like Christy's saying, a lot of this stuff, I think, gets taken for granted. 
you go to a community and you just take all that stuff for granted and you don't understand the work that goes into it, the planning, the resources. You just, you just imagine it was always like this mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. it is just like this and it's really not. Yeah. Well, I think people just, you know, what I see often is people see things in another community mm-hmm. and then their first thought is like, oh, I want that here. Why don't we have that here? And then they get frustrated. But really what I have tried to convince people of is like there's no white knight that comes in to save us right there's not some you know somebody gonna ride into our town and make all of our dreams come true like we literally are the change makers like if you want to see something in your town guess what you're the ones to do it we've all we've got especially yeah yeah, no it's true it's like people gripe well my neighborhood you need to you know come pick trash or weed eat you know come do that like Do you have a weed eater? Do you have a garbage bag? And like, I'm sorry that we don't have more resources so that people could do the bidding for you, but this is what it looks like to be in community and to care for your community. And so don't wait (laughs) for some white knight to come in and ride in. I know for, you know, even with industry, you know, I know (laughs) some like the big industry that has like supported this region for a long time, that serves as place in, in my opinion, that should be the cherry on top. That shouldn't be what we rely on as sure. like the bread and butter to sustain right. our economy. Yeah. We should be able to t- take care of ourselves locally first. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, tourism booms, you know, industry booms, whatever else. Like, that's just going to set us up for a really strong future, mm-hmm. and that's going to mm-hmm. help support what we're already doing on our own. Yeah. Um, and so I encourage folks to just get a broom and a shovel and clean up your neighborhood. I mean... Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's yeah. nobody else whose job that is. Yeah. There really isn't. It's just that's what yeah. that, that kind of leads me into my next yeah. my next question is if you know your pitch to if people want to get involved but actively mm-hmm. or passively mm-hmm. like what's a what's a legitimate tangible task that somebody could could take on? I want to actively get involved whether that's you know you know join your board or mm-hmm. a committee mm-hmm. or you know, an initiative. Um, I think we got. Well, the city's got one going all out rollout or yep. something yeah. yep. just like that, you know, or passively. I mean, the simple fact of sharing something on social media from mm-hmm. your account. We we started this because <laughs> it's usually all <laughs> federal things, you know, yep. that people have no agency in. But now we're talking about local stuff. When you see this stuff come across, don't just go, oh, that's nice. Like, you know, that's a pretty <laughs> picture of that. Like, share. share. Give a comment on that. Like. Yeah. I don't want it to come from me. I want it to come from like, what is, what are some tangible things people could do actively or passively? Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, for us at Marietta main street, we, like I said, we have seven committees. So if folks want to volunteer their time. Um, there's more than enough opportunity to do that based on their interests. Joining our board is, um, also an option. We vet our board members very well. I don't know how Brett, <laughs> how do I got on? That's a great on. question. No, valid question. He's, he's an awesome board valid member. Question. Um, <laughs> But, I mean, Brett had to fill an application, be interviewed. I mean, True. he was vetted by our board to, yes. to join. Um, also, mm-hmm. some of the easiest things, if people are like, you know, I really, you know, they're my jam and I just don't have the time, you can write me a check. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. I mean, truthfully, <laughs> I mean, it, yeah. nonprofits, I mean, sometimes that is best case scenario for a lot of nonprofits and not, not have to manage more people that don't want to be managed. Yeah. And if so, if people have the means to go ahead and to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think sometimes the biggest hurdle is just like putting your hand up and saying, I want to do something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a lot of folks just keep those thoughts to their head. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I mean, inside their head, rather. Like, even just yesterday, I met an artist. He's like, oh, I've always wanted to art local, you know. I'm like, well, have you said anything to anybody? He's like, no, this is my first time. I'm saying it to you. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, well, thank you. But it sat with him for yeah. a while. I'm like, well, I'm sorry, but you got to put your hand up, bud. Like, yeah. you got to say something so that we can help you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so I think that's a hurdle for folks, uh, just from the business perspective, exactly what you're saying. I mean, social media, part of the reason that our social media game, I think it's pretty strong for especially mm-hmm. locally. 5,000 followers on Instagram. Uh, yeah, so that, I, I know that's been a goal of mine to yeah. hit that yep. 5K just mark, and five, I did it. Hit 5K. Um, almost 15 <laughs> on Facebook, but... Yeah. Um, Out of a city of 14,000. Yeah. I mean, so even so we just have Instagram. more residents. Yeah. yeah. No, it's true. So part of that, again, is financial because mm. I don't have an advertising budget. budget. I can't afford it, honestly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so I can lean heavily into the things that are free that I know have a return there that hit my target audience, which is social media. Yep. Um, so part of that is self-serving. But also, you know, we want folks to just love this place, and they do. And mm. I, I really credit <laughs> some of the social media <laughs> But it's a helpful tool. To oh, to that's pl- true. Hundred percent. Yeah. When I moved back <laughs> to this area in 2016, and Christy, I think you started 15 or beginning 16, of 16. January 7th, 2016. Not the Approximately. Yeah. Approximately. <laughs> but from 901 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> but but from that time to when I got when I got the job at Main Street, just coming back to this area from living down in Charleston, South Carolina, I now knew stuff that was going on, mm-hmm. and there's two parts to it. There's the part that I need to be more active in finding that information, but it was also there available for me. So because people were sharing it and I always had to tell people there is stuff to do in this small town, but you have to be an equal part of of that to actually go out and seek it. So same, I feel like that's across the board of whether or not you want to help. It's easier to just say it. You actually have to make an effort to go do to to be a part of it. You should strive in general to be yeah. one of the names on the plaques. If you walk around Marietta, you're gonna you're you'll realize that you're standing on the shoulders of a bunch of people who came oh, before yeah. you. Yeah, that yeah. gave a rip about yeah. this community. Absolutely. And just like, wh- what could I do? I, maybe I'm not gonna have my name on there, but I mean, I could be a part of a committee. Mm-hmm. I could like. That's well, truthfully, it's so easy to make a difference here. Like the agency that folks have to impart change is just like. I'm originally from New York City. There, I could never walk into just City Hall just because I wanted to. I've heard of it. Like, New, York you know New York City. New York City, it's a place in the I've world. So you might have heard of it. New York. Um, <laughs> from right outside the city. You could never. I mean, you had to schedule an appointment. If I wanted to like get a hold of the pers- the me in New York City, I mean, it, you need only open the door here. You know, <laughs> like yeah. It's so easy to make change if you have the will and the resources to do that. Um, and so, yeah, I, I really hope that more folks just – and it doesn't matter if you're in Marietta or anywhere else. I mean, there's only 847, you know, accredited uh, national Main Street organizations, and we're one of them. Yeah. But there's a ton of downtown affiliates or local organizations looking to do this kind of work. Yeah. Um, even if folks were to start anew. I mean, there's so many nonprofits, so many nonprofits that just need help. <laughs> and to Jared's <laughs> point, I think I'm thinking about, you know, I, I get the question all the time of you know people that come to Marietta that have never maybe never been here or they've been here a few times and they're like how is it how do they keep it so nice why is it so nice and my common answer and it's the most truthful answer is there's a bunch of people that care mm-hmm. it, it's not a mayor it's not a city council it's not an agency it's a whole community of folks that really care because think about it how many times has this downtown been ravaged by a flood mm-hmm. dozens of times dozens. Yeah. think about the number of communities that have been flooded one time and it was a wrap for them and so the fact that we have had this ongoing you know Yes, we want to be close to the river. Yes, that presents all kinds of dangers. Yes, that's a risk. We accept that that's part of the game here. 
we're going to get flooded. We're going to recover. It's going to be fine. Most places don't have that resiliency. Most places it's like, we got flooded one time, we're out of here. Like there's, it's too expensive. It's too dangerous. It's whatever. But to me, that's the testament to the spirit that Christy's describing. That's so different and maybe what is unique specifically unique about Marietta, maybe compared to some other communities. So that to me in itself is a testament to what is happening in our community. Yeah. I yeah. agree. We definitely are a community cares. And while I think that that is like woven into like who we are as a community, the pioneer spirit. Oh boy. Um, mm-hmm. I think that that is something that is curated. So it yes. doesn't just organically exist sure. because you are, you share a zip code or you share an address. Yep. And mm-hmm. so I think for folks that are like, Oh, I want a community that cares. Like, you have to nourish that and you have to cultivate that within your town yeah. by bringing folks together and doing some of the work that Main Street does. I mean, placemaking, I said, was a buzzword, but it, it makes such a huge difference to people's willingness to care or extend of themselves. Um, and I think, <laughs> I mean, our committees, you know, we have seven of them, but I didn't say how big they are, right? Yeah. So <laughs> our committees are small, some like just two or three people that sit on those committees, but the agency to impart change in that group, I mean, that's literally mm-hmm. where the conversations happen. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so if <laughs> yeah. folks want to be involved, I mean, it's, it's, you just have to grab a hold of it. Um, mm-hmm. It's as easy as that. Yeah. Well, I think um, the only thing I want to get across to people, if you are out there and you don't have a Main Street and maybe you're like, you know what, I'm going to pick up this torch and I'm going to run with it. What resources do we have for them? Where do they go if they want to educate themselves on that? Do do they hit up the the national Main Street? The MainStreetAmerica.org is the website for the national. Um, They have tons of resources Mm -hmm. on there about how to get started, what it is so many guidebooks on like if you have no idea what economic vitality is or how to even start doing that in your town they yeah. have guidebooks for that how to do a market analysis all this kind of stuff um but every state also has a state coordinating agency so it doesn't matter what state you're in they have one um so here in ohio it's heritage ohio heritageohio.org um and but every state has one so that's also an opportunity to reach out mm-hmm. um but, but if you don't know what your state is, the national would be. You just literally type yeah. in like Virginia Main Street, North Carolina Main Street, New right. York Main Street. Enter. Enter. Press enter. And press enter in the, in the Google bar. The Google bar. Uh, the mm. Google. <laughs> um, that should call, <laughs> bring forth results. Okay. <laughs> At least out of the first page or two of Google search. True. Nice. Yeah. We shouldn't have to teach people how to find information right now, but it's crazy that you do. So it's just yeah. true that it's so it's so <laughs> available right in your fingertips. It's yep. I'd argue there's almost too much. I mean, you know, that's yeah, probably true. Yeah, that's true. That's true. All right. Well, um, closing thoughts there, Brent. Christy, thank you. My uh, extreme appreciation for <laughs> what you do and what you continue to do for us. So thanks for being on our silly podcast, but more importantly, thanks for all the things at Main Street. Yeah. Oh, well, I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Same. I've said those to you publicly, privately. Just anybody out there, especially Marietta, you need to support your Main Street program. Um, you need to, and to all the ways that Chrissy described and how you support it, financially, your time, whatever it may be, but also any other community that's out there. Just if it's not a Main Street program, find out what association, what groups are, are really working uh, to, to make things behind the scenes uh, change and just – grab onto it mm-hmm. yep I, I second all of that um again it was the most visible program and, and i think still is and we have we have a lot of them here we have a community foundation we have a chamber we have 
a port authority, CVB. Um, CVB. There's all the all doing great things, um, but certainly the most tangible that people can touch, feel, and see every single day when they walk outside uh, Main Street. So thank you for that. Uh, that's going to do it for today's show. If you'd like uh, more info, make sure to check out our, our show notes. Sam's going to put a bunch of goodies up there for you. Um, if you've got questions, comments, criticisms, feedback, hit us up, support at mytownhustle.com. Uh, if you're feeling froggy, we'd also appreciate a five-star review. That helps us gain you know, exposure uh, So and advance the mission here at My Town Hustle. So until next time, see ya. Thank you for listening to My Town Hustle. We would greatly appreciate it if you would share our podcast with someone who you think would benefit greatly from it. But most importantly, subscribe and leave us a rating and review on iTunes, Spotify, or whichever platform you consume your podcasts. It would mean the world to us. Until next time, folks, thanks for listening. We stop dancing and